Hi, welcome to the Shabby Man Podcast. Partners, parents, broadcasters, and now podcasters as well. And we're being swept away by this football frenzy that's gripped the nation, clearly. And we're also going to be reflecting on some of the things that happened since we last did this podcast. You're talking about football. I don't think you're that much into it. I know it's the World Cup and yet you saw Ronaldo yesterday. Wow. Yeah, I know. But it doesn't seem to um, rock your boat that much, does it? It doesn't. Maybe because I grew up in a country where cricket is the main thing. Since I've moved here... I, I know you. I heard you once say that you, um, Imran Khan was it for you. Yeah, he was. He was the most handsome cricketer on the block. Um, oh, sorry, your cricket up. was based on handsomeness? No, but come on, it's the same with football as well. Yeah, People tend to go for David Beckham. I know he's a good player. So was Imran Khan, but also because he's a looker. David Beckham, Imran Khan, this is old stuff. Yeah, this is old stuff. Can so you, name, who's any, the, can who's you the, name any new players? Yeah, Messi and Ronaldo aren't exactly lookers. I know they are very, very good at football, at least not in my book. Ronaldo? Yeah. In fact, I'd say the one... Of course he's a looker. The one football player I really fancy. You can, buy, think, you can buy Ronaldo undies, you know. Well, okay, I'm not going to buy them. But the one football player I really fancy is Alan Hansen. Speaking of the World Cup, have you seen how London is just such a buzzing, buzzing city? I'm so glad to live here. It's just a melting pot of different cultures. Yeah. Because you can go to any pub, local pub, and you can support a different team. There's Spanish people here, there's French, Italian, French here, French, Italian here, you know, Portuguese. It doesn't yeah. matter who you support. Actually, even when the cricket is on, like you can go to certain pubs in certain parts of London. That's where true. you can have yeah. lots of people who are supporting the Indian team, Pakistani yeah. teams. Well, most, uh, most places actually. Yeah. And funny you should say that because this year happens to be one of those years where so many of our family and friends are passing through London. Everybody wants to have London on their on their itinerary when they think of a good holiday somewhere. That's true. It's the uh, the place to be. Right the place now, to be. Year. And we take it so much for granted. Yeah, you know, speaking of football, cricket, having lived here, having lived there, I like both. You know, when, when you're in India, you're really into the one-day matches. And when I'm here, I'm, I like watching the big matches. Also, I mean, you are quite chameleon-like. You know, your accent, your attitude. I think everything changes depending on whether you're in India or in in, in the UK. That's true. Like, when I'm here, it's Manish. When I'm in India, it's Manish. When I talk to you, I say Minu. When I'm in a restaurant, I say Menu. What do you mean when I talk to you, I say Minu? Listen, I don't say Minu, okay? No, just so you can understand things. You say, thanks a ton. That's what you say. Yeah, that's true. Like, when I'm here, I say, cheers, Gov. And when I'm in India, I say, thanks, boss. Thanks a ton. Sometimes I get confused myself. I remember once here saying, Look at that Mercedes. And then I realized. It was a pigot. That was a pigot, no. no I realized, I, I, you don't say, You say, Oi, mate. And a pigot is something someone said to us once in India, you know, when the Peugeot had newly arrived in India. So, interesting things, sad things have happened since we last did our podcast. Two of uh, America's biggest idols, one of them who both of us love. Um, took their own lives and this became a huge story worldwide. I'm talking about Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Why were you a big fan of Anthony Bourdain? Thanks to my hotel hotel management, hotel catering days and working in kitchens and chefing, he brought out a book called Kitchen Confidential, which was you know, all about the inside story of what it's actually like hmm. to work in these kitchens. And at the time when he wrote the book, he wasn't that big himself. But he'd written some fantastic articles in the New Yorker and all. Because one of the articles he wrote was called... Um, don't eat anything before you read this. That was like the last word in food writing for me. I thought, wow, the guy really knows how to write about food. Yeah. For most people, the appeal lay in the fact that he combined food with travel because he told you just as much about the place. He really empathized with whichever country he visited and uh, you felt that he was on their side. And even while he was making tongue-in-cheek, really, really not disparaging 
unkind comments sometimes you could see that his heart was in the right place and it's just that some people have charisma and he had charisma he had charisma. i think he had it in bucket loads you know yeah, you wanted think, to watch him i think that's why people were quite shocked that somebody who had everything going for him uh suddenly decided to take his own life and i think the other person was kate spade of course there again people said that you know how can someone who has such a successful empire who has everything that one could want think she sell her empire off and change she, her name she did yeah. she did that kind of got me thinking on mental health and how people here are really making an effort now people in all walks of life to bring it out into into the open and talk a lot more about it i mean it's a very serious topic and i have noticed as well that people are much more open about it mm. it makes the news especially celebrities and all mm. are quite happy to talk about their experiences yeah i'll tell you another thing that really impressed even bollywood me. stars have started uh, they have they have you know people like deepika padukone and all have come out and said that we often uh, grapple with um, uh, with depression depression and things like that but i'll tell you another thing that really impressed me and something i think people in uh, asia still haven't caught on to i could be completely wrong but growing up i certainly didn't have it in my school days when i look at our older one who is in big school now they have pastoral care even in school right where Kids we've always have, had it. You, we've we? never had it. Where kids, you know, who might be going through a hard time, their mom and dad might be going through a hard time, and they might be feeling, uh, you know, that they're responsible for it, or they might be feeling poorly um, or mentally disturbed. Even at school, the kids have the chance to go to someone who's completely unbiased and you know unburden their their sorrows, as it were. I think that's so fantastic and so important. I'm sure you remember one of our very close friends. He was our producer, and he. Um, Uh, many years ago in india now he took a, he took his own life remember it was such a shock to us all of us yeah. he was one of the nicest friendliest happiest people i knew happiest people absolutely and i think personally for both you and i um he's the only person we know we knew so well who kind of suddenly did this and and i think everybody was shocked no one knew where that came from the last word on on mental health awareness and charting one's personal journey was stephen fry you know the secret diary of the manic depressive how wonderfully he he explained have you got some contract that you have to mention stephen fry in no, every I podcast or something no i don't but he's just affected me so much i'm such a huge fan of his bipolarism has also got a lot of um, publicity now a lot as well. of publicity in that documentary he explains how telling somebody who's depressed clinically depressed that oh you know snap out of it the sun will come out again you'll feel better again just go for a walk he says how that is the exact opposite of what they want to hear because if they're clinically depressed sometimes a sad things that they do to themselves for instance you know in case of anthony bourdain kids paid end their lives that seems like the only solution to their problem well i have this ma- mantra thing that two things one is that always be kind to people because you never know what they've gone through and secondly i never knock someone with an accent because this is t- totally a different subject but never knock someone with an accent because they probably speak one more language than you it's hard to explain these to kids i know because kids are the most unkind you know they tend to pick on people who are not like them but i think because of all the things that schools do in this country in particular kids are very aware that not everybody has to be like you not everybody has to like the same things that you not everybody has been blessed with the same kind of aptitude for things and that you have to be kind to them you have to be accepting because there will be times in life when you will be the one in a minority when you will be the odd one out and so i think you have to be kind as you're saying you have to be more accepting of those who are not like you that i think is the key to parenting that is the only thing we need to teach our kids that you have to get on with everyone you have to be respectful and kind towards everyone but i'm also a oh and be a doctor and lawyer no doctor and lawyer if you are then that's even better they live in times where there is so much choice in front of them they don't have to conform to a formula i know the doctor engineer thing is a joke okay it is a it's, joke it's, yeah. it's 
it, it'll be wonderful if they are one of these two things. But if they aren't, that's just as good. You know, as long as they find something they like doing and they, they're the best at it. Oh, but they have to be the best at they it. They have to be the best at it. Because if your profession is also your passion, chances are you'll be good at it. Gosh, it feels like I'm sitting next to Martin Luther King today. Yes, I have a dream. Or should that be in your dreams? Thank you so, so much for listening to the Shabby and Man podcast. Truly, truly humbled and honoured, as usual, for all of you who tuned in and subscribed. Please do comment, review and find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes and all your regular podcast apps. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye.